Okay, ready, Freddie? Yes. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode 16 of That's Not What Andrea Told Me. This week, we are taking another listener suggestion from Andrea's friend, Drew, who requested an episode about our embarrassing music phases. Last, after talking about it, we are fairly unembarrassable as it relates to our music choices. We discussed and we agree that while we have eclectic and maybe some weird tastes, we're not super embarrassed by them. Yeah. So? So we're going to just, we're going to talk about those music phases and influence. <laughs> I'm stuck in situated. Oh, <laughs> then why'd you say you were ready? <laughs> I thought I was. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to see you over the shelf. <laughs> oh, listeners, we're trying a couple of things to help improve our audio tonight, and it is a real treat to see. <laughs> be... It's in a makeshift tent, and I'm in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> it might be worth noting that your life is in upheaval. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we'll get back on track in just a second. Yeah. But Russell and I are in the process of buying a new house, trying to sell our old house. In the meantime, I'm working at our mom's old house so that I don't have to be home when we have showings since I work from home. We're all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) So Casey's got me on a shelf in a closet, which means I can only half see her. (laughs) I guess I could try it here. But that's That's not much better. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to music. Music. So we're not going to talk embarrassing music phases so much as just general music phases and influences. Should we start at the very beginning? A very good place to start. Time. Yeah. At the dawn time, there were gongs. Yeah. In our past lives, we really (laughs) liked the harpsichord. Sure did. (laughs) The pianoforte. Yeah. So I think one of the fun things about our early, early music influences is that our dad and paternal grandparents were always big country music fans, both of like older kind of like poppy country, like Roy Orbison and those guys, and then moving on into the George Straits and the Garth Brookses and all of that. But our mom is not a country music fan. And so she would listen to a lot of like, what do you call it? Like top hit radio. Yeah. Like it was just popular radio. Yeah. Like 96.5 and 104.1 were the the old stations (laughs) in Houston. I don't have a clue if they're still around. But they are, but they're not the same. They're not that, that anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So she would listen to those kinds of songs. So we were kind of trying to reminisce some of the songs that we would just jam out to in mom's car. And the one that always comes to my mind is Ace of Bases, The Sign. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is still my jam. I yeah. cannot hear that song 100%. and not freak out. What's one you remember? Yeah. Belting um, out with mom. Definitely that one. Then also a lot of Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah, good call, Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She was really what good. Was that that album was like the Seven, seven Deadly uh, Sins, Twelve Deadly Sins. Okay, I thought it was, and then it was, but Sins was C Y N, right? Yeah, like her like name, Cindy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that's a good. Clever. That was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I remember too the Eagles listening oh, to yeah. a lot of Eagles, like Hotel yeah. California um and things like that and then yeah and then 
Sorry, you had put on the list UB40 Red Red Wine. Yeah. Which is still one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I wanted it played at my wedding and the DJ was like, yeah, that's not like really a song people dance to. And I was like, I, would I don't have. care, figure it out. Yeah. Did we? Uh, I think it was like a walking out song or so. I don't even know. Oh, okay. I would have danced to it. Yeah. Just kind of grooved. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this. <laughs> it's hard for me to do in my tent because yeah, my head is careful. propping up my sheet. <laughs> Uh, don't dislodge the tent nope so yeah so those are some of the ones I remember and then when our um I'm trying to remember oh sorry go ahead sorry but since we're talking about going back to our beginnings of time Mm -hmm. we also can't leave out so we talked about the country music we would listen to the modern pop music we were listening to but then at Papa's and Mimi and Papa's, right. we would listen to 50s music. Yep. Elvis. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, like the top the top hits of the 50s and maybe a little bit the 60s. Maybe. So. Yeah, definitely Elvis, um, the Big Bopper, uh, yeah. Buddy Holly. Yes. Yeah. So by the time we were in our formative years, we, we already knew all the songs that had been played it's for true. the last, like really with the exception of music that was popular in the seventies, I would say. Right. Um, which I didn't really start listening to until college, which is now one of my favorite music. We listened to everything. Yeah. It's really true. I was trying to recall when coach got the 200 disc changer at the lake. And I, I think it was before the new house was built. Right. Yeah, for sure. He, yeah, because so the the old lake house where our grandparents um, ultimately retired to, it had the old lake house was a rectangular structure with yeah. a kitchen, a bathroom, a giant room with seven or nine beds in it, and then attached was a boathouse. And off of the boathouse, sort of butting up to the bathroom, was like a shed kind of a thing. Coach had a lot of tools in there and things like that. And I believe that is where the music was before. It was in when the wind turned that into a pavilion. Yeah. So when we turned that into a pavilion, the music went into the old bedroom closet. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so coach had a tape, just tape. He had to change tapes every (laughs) hour or so. And then he had a ton of tapes and then got that 200 CD changer and people just filled it up. And it's, it's Mm -hmm. a really interesting mix between like current country some music I introduced later in life around like Texas country, a lot of weird stand up comedy. Yeah. Very weird. What's that guy? Roy D. Mercer. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, So it is, it is, it is very (laughs) hodgepodge, some nineties country. Like it's just all over the place. So we really, we really grew up, I think, listening to a lot of different stuff, which very much has influenced our formative years into our adult years, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to go first? You want me to go first with my, my journey, my personal music journey. You can go first. Okay. So I will say, I remember liking country music a lot in my earlier years, like Brooks and Dunn. Oh, yeah. Brooks. I, I remember we went to the a people that used to come to the rodeo. That's exactly right. That's what I was going to say. And so that was those kinds of people. I, I think I saw Brooks and Dunn every year that I could at the rodeo. I saw them multiple times. 
Mm-hmm. We went to the George Strait roping contest, yeah. team roping contest, and there was a concert there. So I was really into a lot of that kind of music, as were my friends. And actually, it's funny because I've had a couple of people recently tell me that anytime they hear the Mavericks, they think of me. So I thought that was kind of funny. But then past that, as like I would say starting in 10th grade, I have let boyfriends be my guide. <laughs> so I, I think we agreed it's okay to do first names, right? That uh, yeah, probably. Okay, shouldn't be a problem. Especially because these are all pretty vanilla names. Mostly, a couple, <laughs> couple of not so much. <laughs> right, so, so starting with Justin in 10th grade, he turned me on to punk music. And still to this day, I love me some MXPX, some fun size, like mm-hmm. there, there's some, some of the like more mainstream kind of punk bands that I like. And then after I dated Justin, I dated Mike and Mike turned me on to Texas country, which I still have a massive affinity for. So mm-hmm. like, especially early Pat Green, mm-hmm. Robert L. Keen, I love. And in fact, Robert L. Keen, there are very few people I will pay to go see in concert. Robert L. Keen is one. I love him. I love seeing him in concert. So some of those bigger Texas country names, then my first college boyfriend, Matt, he turned me on to some additional Texas country, but that was like a little bit more Austin specific because he grew up in Austin. And so, gosh, I'm trying to think of a couple of the names and I I can't even think of them. Oh, there's a guy named Blue Edmondson. Yeah. He has a song called $50 and a flask of crown. So I remember Matt turning me on to some of those slightly less popular groups. So those kinds of guys. And then I kind of rocked along in that vein, listening to that kind of music. And this was still the CD burning days. So you would burn me CDs. Oh yeah. The music you were listening to. And so then I would listen to it. And so that's, I think why I still like a lot of those songs. That's cool. Yeah. Except when you, when you knew $50 in the flask of crown, I was like, how did you know that? But that makes sense. Yeah. And then, so I think I was, yeah, probably there in, in that world for a good little while until I dated a guy named RT who he would burn me CDs all the time. And well, not all the time, cause we didn't date that long, <laughs> but he burned me four CDs that were some of my all-time favorite. And it, he's the one who introduced me to Joe Purdy, who I would definitely put in one of my top five artists now and some similar sort of acoustic folk kind of guitar country Rock. Kind of indie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like indie guitar kind of music. So I would say I was in that Joe Purdy esque phase. I'm still in it. I mean, yeah. but it was like, I, I just remember when I first bought my Houston house, which was in 2009. I didn't have TV for the first, I don't know, week or so. And I remember coming home from work, putting in a Joe Purdy CD into my CD player and just sitting in my living room, listening to Joe Purdy and reading. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then actually this was not on my list, but I remembered this. So then after I dated RT, I kind of sort of dated, but not really this guy, Patrick, that I knew from college, but we were at that point, of course, both adults. And he has very varied tastes. And he introduced me to some stuff that I never, I don't even know how to describe it. Like some of it was almost like poppy dance kind of stuff. And there's a a song by a British band. The song is called Common People. I don't know if you've heard of it. Anyways, just a really, really random mix. So, and when he, and he would make me a mix, it'd be like 
Patrick summer mix 2010 or whatever, you know? So a lot of those songs, I, I have to Shazam. I don't even have the CDs anymore, but I have to Shazam them to figure out what they were. And then, then mo- more recently, Venshi turned me on to a little bit more like current stuff because I basically quit listening to the radio mm-hmm. and updating my music tastes around like circa 2010. And so <laughs> then she introduced me to like Camilla Cabell- Cabello. Yeah. Is that her name? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he also introduced me to like some old school Kanye because mm-hmm. I only at that point associated Kanye with just him being him, not so much as a rap artist. And so he introduced me to some old school Kanye that I really like that I ultimately bought and put on my phone. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah. So, I mean, if you were to, even if you just were to look at my recent purchases on iTunes, you would be like, what does this girl even like? <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's tr- I have such a mix of oldies, Texas country, rap, so, uh, some pop. I really like old school kind of like soulful, like R&B, I think is maybe what you'd call Otis Redding. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, so I like that. Like sometimes I want that very soulful kind of mm-hmm. 60s music. So anyways. I don't know if Pandora is still a thing, but I used to listen to Pandora a lot. And there was a, like a 1960s beach playlist. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, I don't know if it specifically had Otis Redding on it, but it had really good artist. I, that's like the only station I missed. Yeah. Yeah. I just recently uh, bought a song by Mabel John that I think I heard in a TV show that I really liked. So that's the other thing I will do. I will hear a song in a show and buy it. And then for a while I was watching the tonight show and that's how I discovered the secret sisters, which I think I played for you. Oh yeah. I really like them. They're actually an Alabama band out of a town near Huntsville. And I heard them on a Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. They played a song called Ayuka, but they've they've got I think three albums, and I have they have other songs that I just love. That's that's a real jamming group of girls for me to listen to. And then of course I'd be remiss as a millennial to not talk about Indigo Girls and Closer to Fine. Oh sure, because that is the anthem of my generation. I feel like <laughs> I love the Indigo Girls. I saw them in concert in Houston too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so I'm not particularly embarrassed about any of that. I just uh, like a lot of random stuff Mm -hmm. is really the moral of my story. So yeah. So I'm interested to hear yours because I think that you're going to start back when we weren't friends. And so I, there's probably, I think I'm going to learn something about you. Yeah. So this was, we were probably about to become friends. Okay. Because when I, when I really got angsty and teenagery, yeah, was right about when you started college. Okay. So Napster was a thing. And I think that that's honestly the only way that I was able to explore this musical avenue. Right. These would have all been CDs. It would have been marked like explicit, which our mom did not let us buy. Yes. That reminds me of a story I'll tell when you're done. Okay. How old was I? I was 13, I guess, when you left for college. Yes. So yeah, I got really into like heavy metal, um, like Metallica to an extent, because that's what you could hear on the radio. You could not get that on Napster. Right. But yeah, just real screamy, kind of angry huh. music. Very, I don't know that I knew that case. I really <laughs> yeah. don't. There's one particular band, and this is actually the only one I would be maybe a little embarrassed about. 
but there was a band called, I think it was called Mudvane or something. Okay. And literally it's just like screaming. And wow. Like, so I feel like in general, even though I like a lot of different musics, I feel like they at least have some level of musicality. Okay. <laughs> I still like Metallica because I think that they are talented musicians. Right. But yeah, so, and then there was also like the slightly more emo aspect of that too, like Linkin Park. Oh. And um, now I can't think of anybody. Incubus, mm-hmm. all those, those kind Korn. of. I didn't listen to Corn very much. I feel like okay. they had a couple songs I liked. Okay. So then from there, so Napster went away and there was like, I feel like a period of time when I didn't have that and LimeWire wasn't a thing. Okay. But that's about the time. No, that, does, that time doesn't work out. But eventually I would try to use the genius in okay. iTunes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like kind of go down music rabbit holes, but I think that was much later. I didn't get, you gave me my first iPod and that was when I was a senior in high school. Oh gosh. Okay. I guess I did have a little bit of influence from a high school. Well, I only had the one high school boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he liked rap. Okay. And so I started listening to a little bit more rap, but a lot of that was on the radio. And then some was like Houston rappers because there was quite a a rap scene in Houston. I do remember you teaching me some of those people. Yeah. Like Mike Jones. Yes, exactly. That's exactly (laughs) who I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I did Uh, not know him. Yeah. Moved on a little bit to that, but I still always listen to the radio. I still listen to the radio. Do you really? Okay. I do partially because it's that or in my car, or I listen to my iPod, which hasn't been updated in, I don't know, seven, eight years. Right. <laughs> so it's you, pretty limited. Do you not have any iMusic on your iPhone? I have some, but not much. Okay. Okay. I have quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I have Spotify. Right. So I just you have mom Spotify. Yeah. See, and I... I haven't gotten on that gravy train because I'm always terrified of interrupting your yoga classes. Yeah, uh, yeah, or spinning. Right. So yeah. I just I don't I don't do it. But I have because I have Amazon Prime, you can listen to some good stuff through uh-huh. Amazon Music, I feel. Yeah. That's what I'll, I'll listen to a lot at night as I'm laying down. Yeah. We um, listen to a lot of that too, really good stuff like Baby Shark. Right. Hey, <laughs> listen, your kids have some decent <laughs> songs that they like. They do. And I've introduced Lethe to Monster Mash. That was a ton of fun. <laughs> and when I was uh, your part-time nanny, do you remember we would sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight? Oh, yeah. Oh, I my really gosh. That. I have some very funny video of him. <laughs> and then do you remember the time he had the bear hat on his head and he w- we were doing Thriller? We were singing Thriller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, the wolf, the wolf. Is that Wolf House? Yeah. So then he wanted to hear the wolf song. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, we're jumping ahead. I haven't even gotten to my college music. Oh my God. Yet. Listen to me. Go ahead. I mentioned it a little bit, but in college is when I started listening to a lot more like seventies kind of music. Right. And then like just a bunch of hippie music, I guess. <laughs> like um, what? So Mama's the doors. The yeah. Mm. But like the, the doors and other things. <laughs> this, this might've been an episode that would have been good for us to actually prep. Maybe so. <laughs> Talking. Hey, listeners, um, we don't um, actually prep a whole heck of a lot. We mostly just talk. So, <laughs> um, But that's when I started listening to Fish. Right. That's um, what I was, was hoping you would talk about. Yeah. Which I still really like. I don't, I'm not embarrassed by that. Yeah. 
That was a boyfriend um, influence. I, I wholeheartedly was. believe you would not have listened to that if not for that boyfriend. Maybe, but I had multiple boyfriends who liked it. Oh, I associated with Sanford. Oh, yeah. Well, I went to two days of a fish show in North Carolina with Christopher. Oh, I think I, I guess I just always in my head associate it with Sanford. So that's. Yeah. I know he, yeah, he, he liked it as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. I just think it's really fun music. And then even when I was in college, a lot of people really liked it, uh, EDM, electronic dance music, right. uh, like bass nectar. And yeah. I wasn't really into it in college, but I got really into it after college, especially for working out. I would yeah. I love to listen to that kind of like, bah, I remember because like out. your running playlists for the marathon, your marathons yeah. were always that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas mine is such a mix. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think mine might be now because then when in 2018, I got certified as a spinning instructor. Right. And so I have a ton of playlists I created for my spin classes. Right. Uh, before the pandemic ruined everything. But let me, would you like me to read you a sampling of what is on my running playlist? I'm like, this yes. is my, this is my three hour half marathon playlist. Okay. Yeah, but for a full marathon, it was so, uh, let's get a sample. okay. Fight song, single ladies take on me by aha <laughs> the monster by Eminem dog days are over by Florence and the machine. Welcome to paradise green day. I love it. Icona pop. That's a good one. Bad girls. MIA. Ooh, also a good one. Andrea by MXPX heartbreaker. Pat Benatar. Shoop and None of Your Business by Salt and Peppa, which is a story I'm gonna tell in a minute. Yes, yeah. I think I think we're alone now by Tiffany. I mean, you could tell Super Bass, Nicki Minaj. I'm all over the place. Uh, Lonely Island. I've got all. I've got. I just had sex. Jack Sparrow and Yolo. I oh, those are so good. They're so good. They make me laugh. Shake it off, Taylor Smith. There Taylor was a sh- uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I call her by her actual name, which is. Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) Do you remember there was a show on TV for a while called The Sing Off, and it was a music competition among acapella groups? Okay. And there, the University of Rochester sang Wave and Flag, which was, it's like a soccer song, I think. And that's one of my favorites. I got Bon Jovi on here. I got Dave Matthews. Yeah, you really, you went pretty hard into acapella for a while. I, I still love it. Very much I do. Yeah, that show made me crazy about it. But yeah, that's just a small sampling of my current running playlist. <laughs> All right. I'll like add it. stuff, but yeah. Well, now I know what story you're going to tell. Oh, I'm excited okay. about it. Okay. So we have discussed on this podcast what a bad teenager I was, but this was really before I was like intentionally not listening and stuff. But as Casey mentioned, our mom had rules around our music and what we were allowed to listen to. I remember she didn't want us listening to Alanis Morissette, if you remember that. We could listen to like the radio mm. edits, but she didn't, uh, okay. we, we had a tape or a CD and she didn't love that. But I worked at a summer camp, I think, or it was confirmation, but somehow I ended up hanging out with a, an older boy. He wasn't that, I mean, like now he, at the time it was like, he's right. so old. Yeah. Cause I think I was 12 and he was 15 Whoa. and his name was, his name was Christian. And so we sure. were hanging out in the same group with church people and he loaned me his copy of salt and Peppa's CD. 
And I loved it to this day. I love it. Casey and I could right now sing all of none of your business. Yeah. Right. The second leaf hates it. We do it all the time. I just remember singing that song and being like so excited about the music and mom was mortified, took it away from me that I was embarrassed because it was Christian CD. I think my mom, it ultimately she gave it back to his mom or something. I forget exactly what happened, but it wasn't until years later, Casey, I'm talking like college that I heard none of your business again. And I was like, Oh, got it. Got it. (laughs) Potentially not appropriate. Yeah. 12 or 13 year old. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Definitely junior high ish, 12, 13 years old. So yeah, (laughs) I love that. So I feel like the CDs and the music I wanted to listen to wasn't even that bad. I mean, it certainly would have been a suggestive. Oh, got it. Right, right, right. Like Blink-182, I still love. Yeah. So she wouldn't buy any of those. Anything that had, so this is when you would go to Best Buy. Yeah. And you would, (laughs) the CDs were all alphabetized. Yeah. And you would sift through looking for your, the CDs you wanted. Yeah. So if it had an E on it. You couldn't have it. it. Mm -mm. That's funny. What about Dan? Would Dan buy you any CD you wanted? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he knew the rules, but he helped me burn CDs from the music I got from Napster. Right. Which was all the music I wasn't supposed to be listening to. Right. (laughs) Yeah. See, and I think when I remember at the time that I kind of was coming into my own a little bit re-music taste, maybe not so much, was when it was called Columbia music house or clearing house or something. And basically you joined this club for a dollar and you could get all these CDs. It was a big scam ultimately. Oh, okay. And somehow I did it and I would, mom is going to want to do a corrections corner, but it would be funny because like, I do think it's one of the things that like somehow I was able to get some stuff and then I don't know what happened, but something had to have happened because it's not actually only a dollar. Yeah. And so I don't know if I racked up a bunch of music charges for her or what, but yeah, there was something, it was like Columbia, Columbia, Columbia Clearinghouse, something like that. Pe- people are going to know uh, yeah. when they hear this, okay. uh, they're screaming yeah, but- into their, into their earphones as we speak. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I had gotten a number of CDs that way too. I remember, I remember getting some old school Dolly Parton who I still love. Are you looking it up? Yeah, it's, it is Columbia Music House. Okay, that's what I thought. Does it have what the deal was? Yeah, so I clicked. I just clicked into it. So this was submitted in 2002. Yeah. They led buyers to believe they were getting an exceptional deal with CDs for a dollar with the purchase of six CDs. It was actually 1999 and thereafter okay. 11 to $14 with shipping and handling. Or something right, like yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it it wasn't, so I guess it wasn't that I probably, I probably didn't buy hundreds of dollars. I don't know. I don't know how I did this. The total cost would have been about $38. Okay. Yeah. Probably more than mom could have comfortably spent. Exactly. Yeah. So I I did do that at some point. I remember. That's hilarious. When we were living in Sugarland, that's when that happened. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then also something else I want to talk about, because I do think this is a very fundamental part of me is when uh, post high school, post college, you know, I have remained friends with a number of my high school friends. And at some point we had a conversation and 
Kristen Caranco and I decided to take our moms to Bon Jovi. And I want to say Kim went with us and or Lindsay, I forget. One other, one of my friends went with us and it, it was just like, that's what we bought our moms for their, for birthday or something. Okay. We went to that Bon Jovi concert and I was a changed woman. <laughs> I, that's the day I became a woman, really, if we're being sure. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where have you been all my life, Bon Jovi? And so subsequently, I want to say that mom and I have seen him in concert five total times. I think that is correct. And we would see him again in a heartbeat. I'm going to go get boosted next week. And then, and then you're going to see Bon Jovi. And then that's it. I'm going to find him. I'm going to go. <laughs> but no, that, so mom and I are obsessed with Bon Jovi. I love Bon Jovi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just so good. I have a nice day album is one of my favorites. Sure. So anyway, so that's, yeah. a, that's a bond oh. mom and I share. And you brought this up earlier, repaying right. to go to concerts, right? Which I know a lot of people love that. A lot of people love to go to concerts. I super do not care about it. Right. It's expensive. It's too many people. Right. Ugh. But similarly, there are a couple of artists. Yeah. Some that I have not seen, but I think I would go see them in a heartbeat. One of those yeah. is Mumford and Sons. <gasps> yes. You, um, you actually turned me on to Mumford and Sons. Did I, have I remember, I remember being in your Volvo and Babel came on. Oh yeah. And, or no, Li little lion man. And yeah. I was oh, like, what so is good. this? And yeah, and now, now I'm obsessed. I love them yeah. so much. Then if I could tra travel back in or if, if time mattered not. Sure. And I could go see somebody in concert, I would go see the Beatles. Oh, yes. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah. This wasn't a boyfriend, but a number of boys had crushes on me back in the day before I got snarky and fat. But there, <laughs> there was a, a boy who had a big crush on me and he was a big Beatles fan and he bought me multiple Beatles CDs. Ah. I'll tell you who after. Okay. Yeah. But who would you see in concert though? So Robert Earl, for sure. I'd like to go to see, I'd like to see Secret Sisters, but I don't think that they're touring anymore. They haven't released any new music in a while. For sure, Bon Jovi. Somebody I haven't seen that I'd like to see is Joe Purdy. Oh, yeah. I do love him. His most recent album is a little bit political, but I like it. It's very good. Okay. Yeah, you should listen to it. I think the album's called New Year's Eve, and that was the okay. headlining song. It was really good. But yeah, I, I'm trying to think if, if time mattered not, I mean, it's hard for me to not talk about <clears throat> or not say I'd want to go see Elvis. Oh yeah. I mean, just cause you know, there's that Elvis gold album yes. with like 30 Elvis songs on it. And I remember you and I driving to the lake or to Fort Worth, you and I were going somewhere to visit somebody and we would listen to that and we would just belt out. Like we still do devil in disguise, mm -hmm. uh, Marie's the name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in the ghetto, <laughs> not a politically correct song. Of course, I just love me some, some good old school Elvis. Mm -hmm. So that yeah, would be something. Be and just to be a part of that, like it could be insane. Right. But like, right? yeah. Beatles too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like I said, I hate concerts, Yeah, but to really experience that, like the intensity of that following. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, I feel like there's just so much now 
that I don't know that there is there anybody like that like maybe Beyonce Justin Bieber oh yeah Bieber fever but maybe still? it's like no no I don't, I don't think okay. so I don't think so maybe I don't know yeah I didn't have Bieber fever I didn't either with. maybe um, T-Swift I bet you people <laughs> get like that in a frenzy about T-Swift oh maybe yeah yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, but I think it's this, I've already admitted I am zero in with the times. So there's yeah. probably somebody. You probably think people get that way about Taylor Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be a thing I would say on a podcast. <laughs> uh, but I'm just thankful. I'm very thankful to our family for exposing us to a wide variety of stuff mm-hmm. and for my taste in men and their music. <laughs> that's my screening process now yeah tell me your taste in music burn me a cd make me a mixtape that's it (laughs) i love it i made somebody a mixtape not a whole heck of a long time ago look at you go i mean it was like maybe eight years ago but i don't even have a disc drive i don't anymore that was probably that's probably the last one i made yeah 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 i'm just i'm happy and i'm happy that we're passing that along to your kiddos yeah yeah, when Leaf got his tube surgery, when the anesthesiologist came to take him, he was, you know, obviously kind of upset about getting taken away from us. Mm-hmm. And so he said, What's a song that he likes? And I yeah. said, Yesterday by the Beatles. Yep. <laughs> and it's true. Remember our yeah. trip to Colorado when we were in the car? Yeah. And it's like, we just had to listen to that on repeat and I'll be quiet. Yeah. And he's still like, If I'm putting him to bed, sometimes he'll ask me to sing it. Aww. And he, he tries to sing it along with me. He just doesn't quite know all the words. Sweet angel. Uh, yeah. That's going to be your first dance at his wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Thea's song is um, Stand By Me by Benny King, which was, okay. which was Mina Russell's first dance. Song. Oh, yeah. Um, well, she I also think, likes Patsy Cline, doesn't she? That's, that's what I was going to say. She's not as enamored with that song, but I think it's like a good, like calm and calm yeah. song that I sing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the song she really likes is Walking After Midnight. Yeah. Time. Well, and Leafy also likes uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, or he did at yes, one point. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. He has a lot of fun with that one, especially when we were all singing it and yelling. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think he cares as long as, if it's a song he can scream, yeah. I think that's part of his joy right now in Jingle yeah. Bells. We sing right. Jingle Bells all the time. Yeah. And like, he'll be in the backseat like, louder! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun watching him get excited about songs and dance. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I've shared with you that my friend, Michael DJs are Tuesday, Thursday workouts. So yeah. he comes specifically to play us music. And it's funny because he'll, he'll pick out, you know, he'll kind of go like nineties or seventies or like old school rap. And it's funny because just about every time, every playlist that he has, it takes me back somewhere. So he did some old school rap that brought me back to uh, 2001 frat parties, you know, and then he did some that brought me back to high school when your alarm was, was the radio. Mm-hmm. So you would always wake up to like third eye blind or it's a song from Shrek all-star. Oh yeah. You know, which that was, that was Aaron's favorite song. So yeah. when, when Aaron was a kid, our cousin and anyways, so it's funny cause he'll play these songs. Like I just, especially like third eye blind. I'm like, I remember waking up to this, like almost every day for, I don't know, a month, however long it was. Yeah. You know, the top. number one. Yeah. So it's funny because I don't think I ever turn any of my alarms off of really. (laughs) Oh, that just 
to this day, that pisses me off. I can't, if, if that is what wakes me up, I want to throw things. I wake up pissed off anyway. So what I know you do. Make? I don't because I wake up to a chorus of bells. They go boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh, is my intermission over for my symphony? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I wake up every morning. I'm an old British lady. Yeah, I don't set an alarm anymore. Sure, because I have tiny that. human alarms. Yeah, which can like be this, fun. Yeah, this like morning. What? Which time? When he came by your bed, he's like, "Mommy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do that to me today, but he did come in, and I'll give him that he does typically announce himself. Right. Like, he's like over across the room, and he's like, "Mama." thank you for letting me know this is coming yeah so it climbs into my bed it was thundering and lightning and raining yeah and so then the question started oh gosh about weather what yeah what's going on what's that sound what's such and such when are we gonna wake up (laughs) can I go play in my room (laughs) like go away I don't Russell, I told him, you can't ask me questions for one hour. Oh, good. It didn't work. Oh, I was asking if you said an Alexa. <laughs> no, he went into his room and played, promptly came back and told me that his sister was awake. Oh, but she geez. was. I just didn't know again because it was so loud and rainy. <laughs> yeah. So. I love it. Well, I always enjoy learning about new music from you. Same. We have a good symbiotic music relationship. I think so. I think so. I think it is just one of the many reasons we are best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, little bit. Talk to you later. Okay. Love okay, you. Bye. Love you. Bye.